Well, good evening. Welcome back to We The People Podcast. Um, we're going to, like we always do, for this evening, we're going to start off first with the Constitution. This is the Third Amendment, which is quartering of soldiers. No soldier shall, in time of peace, by be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. In other words... Unlike what happened in the in, back in 1776, when they first well prior to 1776, where they were staying here in the where they came to the United States or to America, and the United Kingdom was sending their troops on over with the people, and then instead of making a base for them to or a fort for them to stay in, they were making their own people go ahead and house the military and feed them at the same time, which is why they came up with this from the Constitution, because that should not be re- re- the responsibility of the people when the people already pay taxes for that to be taken care of. So it's a good thing that that was put in. It's also, like I say, that's the reason why history is there for us to learn from, to understand, to see why things were ta- had taken place and why things have changed. When you change all that, all that is forgotten and the past does get repeated. But that's the Third Amendment of the Constitution. We will be right back. Welcome back to We The People podcast. We have three seg- the three segments for today. We always have three segments. But the three segments for today is House passes bill to strike down California's EV mandate. Overcrowding at Arizona border causes surge in street releases. Biden administration shifts some military foreign aid from Egypt to Taiwan. The first one is, of course, House passes bill to strike down California's EV mandate. The United States House of Representatives has passed a bill in favor of legislating legislation targeting California's environmental restrictions requiring the purchases the purchase of electric vehicles EVs. On Thursday the House passed the bill in a 222 to 190 vote with 214 Republicans and 8 Democrats voting in favor. The Preserving Choice and Vehicle Purchases Act prohibits states from limiting the the sales of gas-powered vehicles and would revoke any federal permissions for state to do so issued since the beginning of 2022. In March, a group of Republican lawmakers led by Representative John Joyce, Republican Pennsylvania, proposed the bill which has been sponsored by the energy industry stating that the EV regulations will harm the economy and violate consumer choice. The legislation HR HR 1435 is an option 
It is not an anti-electric vehicle legislation, George said. For those who would like to, who would like an electric vehicle, they should have the option of buying one. But it doesn't help. It doesn't help my constituents. It doesn't help in in any district to require an individual to buy an EV, regardless of what they want and regardless of the demand of the market. I'm glad that they did do that because, of, as you all know, California did pass a law saying that they had to, uh, and I, erate, uh, 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 I repeat, they had to um, buy only an EV because that was the law that they passed there in California. Now that this has been ratified by the Constitution, or not the Constitution, but the uh, Congress, now, it gives the option for people in California to be able to either decide to want an EV or they can continue to drive a gasoline vehicle or any other vehicle that might be out there. You know, there's nitrogen and there's other vehicles that propane that are being converted to that. Now they have that option again. Because if you look at EVs, I'm sorry, they're not feasible to be able to be going across the country. They're not at that point. If you're staying local, I can see an EV being useful in that situation, but even if you have to drive an hour to your work and an hour back, that's a that's a hundred miles. That's half your battery right there on a lot of these EV vehicles that are out there. So I'm glad that they did implement that back because it should be the choice of the people. We are not a um, uh, um, we're not like the Soviet Union or the Chinese. We're not, um, for whatever reason, I can't think of it. Uh, we're not so a socialist country. We have the right to choose what we want. That's the reason why the Constitution is there. So I am glad that they brought that back. Thank goodness for those in California, because not everybody can afford an EV. EVs are way expensive, not only to buy, but to operate and not much after people are having to replace to get their batteries replaced so good going congress that was needed because california is losing their minds over there we will be right back Welcome back to We The People Podcast. Uh, this one's an ongoing situation here. Overcrowding at Arizona border causes surge in street releases. Arizona border facilities are facing capacity issues prompting border patrol agents to release migrants into the streets. Pictures captured by John Fabricator, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, a retired ICE field office director 
show undocumented migrants at an outdoor holding facility within the Tucson sector of Arizona. The region has seen a daily influx of around 2,000 unauthorized border crossings three days in a row. To address the recent surge in migrant numbers in four Arizona cities, U.S. border agents are rapidly rece releasing migrants who have been processed as, as asylum seekers, according to the officials in in Cockeyes and Santa Cruz counties, none of the released migrants have been left unsheltered overnight. Through collaboration with Pima County's Emergency Ma Management and the State Department of Emergency and Military Affairs, migrants have been transferred to short-term sh shelter providers such as Casa Altas, in Tucson and the International Rescue Community in Phoenix. However, due to the accelerated pace of migrant release, the agents are uncertain how long they can continue to support them. This is all due to the open, open border policy that um, Joe Biden created as soon as he stepped into office and signed all those executive orders allowing illegals to come in, uh, stopping the border from being produced or continue to be made or finished, that now we have so many people coming in daily that they can't, they can't even handle it anymore. It's, uh, it's overwhelming. It doesn't even matter if you send them to even the cities that said they were sanctuary cities. They can't even handle it. They're at crying and asking for help. That now even the border, um, uh, uh, our border agents are now complaining about the, the issues that they're having, that they can't keep up. So all, we're, all they're doing is releasing them into, into the system or out into the public because they really won't be in the system. Yeah, they might have been... Uh, asylum seekers, but that doesn't mean anything. Do any of these report back? As far as we can tell and what has been said, no, they don't. They just go to, they go and go where they want to, whatever city it is that they want to be at. And the problem is, you have the ones that did it right, that paid all the money to be able to become finally a citizen after they came in the correct way. And even they complain about this situation of the border being open and just letting tons of people in. And also, with allowing the border be open like this, are they really checking every single person that they get through? Not including, you got to remember, all the gotaways that get out and never get caught. How many of those are rapists, murderers, uh, ones that maybe even want to do harm just to our country itself? and are seeking it through our southern border instead of being able to have themselves be documented coming over. There's a lot that has to be taken care of and a lot has to be done. And Congress needs to step, step it up and be, able to be willing to do it. And you have us, the people, we, the American people, have 
the capability to say, hey, enough's enough. We don't want this anymore. We don't have to stand here and take it. That's the reason why we have it in the Constitution to be able to, in the First Amendment, to be able to protest, to show that we don't want the border open anymore, to stand in front of the White House, in front of Congress, and show that we don't want this anymore. You do know you have the right to do that, to go over there and protest and say, stop the, stop the flooding of, at the border. That can be done. You have the right. As long as you do it peacefully, you have the right to do it. They cannot arrest you for doing something peacefully. Now, if you go in trying to destroy property and deface property and break windows, then no, you have the right to be arrested. But if you go there to protest peacefully and picket, that's what you ought to do. You got to do that in front of the White House. You have to do that in front of Congress to get their attention. That's the only way anything's going to be changed. You have to start to stand up for yourselves and your, your fellow man. Don't be depending on somebody else to do it anymore. It's time for you to do it. Or else we're going to continue to have this problem with the, with the border. Don't wait till a Republican gets into office. Do it now. Go over there now. They have to pay attention. People will, will show it out there. There's more media than there is ever before. ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, they're not the ones that can control anything anymore. You got Fox and you got every person that has a podcast that will speak up and put it out there. And you have people that do a podcast video that can video it, that does news, does politics, and be able to put it out there. It's no longer just stuck them controlling it. There's so many more voices. So do go out there and protest and fight for safety. Welcome back to Believe the People podcast. Our third segment has to do with Biden administration shifts some military foreign aid from Egypt to Taiwan. President Joe Biden reportedly told Congress he is taking military foreign aid from Egypt and giving it to Taiwan due to the fact that the Middle East country was not improving in areas that it required to receive the money. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Biden administration will withhold $85 million in aid, but some lawmakers pushed for the administration to withhold a whopping additional $235 million. The deadline for the authorization of withholding the aid is September 30th. According to the report, United States officials said the, tra the transition of money to Taiwan comes to 
comes in response to Egypt failing to make progress on human rights and other issues. However, the Constitution, or however, the conditional aid is only a small percentage of the $1.3 billion that the U.S. gives Egypt per year, according to the report. Additionally, the report claimed the White House is planning to redirect $55 million to Taiwan and $30 million to Lebanon. Really? This comes after Taiwan is facing threats from China and Lebanon is consider, considered to be rebuilding after a 2020 massive explosion in the city of Beirut. Taiwan is also expected to purchase 400 Harpoon anti-ship missiles from the U.S. which can help stop an invasion by China. Representatives Mike Gallagher and Chairman of the House Select Committee on China said earlier this year that the U.S. needed to pro provide Taiwan the weapons and the U.S. needed to be moving hev heaven and earth to surge power out of the Indo-Pacific before it's too late, before we have another war on our hands. I remain co convinced that there's more we can do to move Taiwan to the front of the line ahead of Saudi Arabia, for example, when it comes to harpoon deliveries as well as take the harpoon missiles that we're putting into deep st storage that we're demilling and change and change around a few aspects of them so that we can deliver them to Taiwan. He said we could also explore licensing certain weapons systems so that Taiwanese could produce them domestically, but at the end of the day, it just comes down to the energy and focus and prioritization from the executive branch. We need the Secretary of the Defense himself to get involved. This is ridiculous. You know? I mean, look at that. You have money that's going to Egypt and they're saying it's they're wanting to take it away because they're not um, doing human rights. Really? What about China? We have China that we need to put for, force them to start do, having human rights for their people. And what do we do? We continue to give them money. We continue to have them produce all our goods and what we buy all that from them and it keeps coming over here we keep giving them tons of money that way and, and allowing them to be considered as a developing country which that should be taken away also but we don't say anything about human rights with them but yet we're going to take money away from Egypt and give it to Taiwan which I have no problem with the part with giving money to Taiwan Taiwan needs it right now with the threats that they got going on from China but we should be giving a lot more help to uh, Taiwan than what we than what we are right now. But we should be taking away from China, so that way they can't be doing the stuff that they are doing and trying to hurt Taiwan. That would be the better aspect to do: is start taking away from China. No, are we doing that? No, we're not. And then we're going to give money to Lebanon, so that way they can re rebuild Beirut. Really. Isn't, I thought that was one of the countries that don't like us. Really, we're going to give money to a country that doesn't like us? What is wrong with us? What's wrong with our government? What's wrong with our president? And you people, half the country, decided to vote him in.
Why? Because you didn't like the other guy because what the things he would say on social media or just for how he was. Uh, thanks to you guys, we have a worse, li uh, worse living conditions because everything's so expensive because you wanted this guy in office. I mean, what a what a mess, what a mistake. But no, we do need to give more help to Taiwan. They need it. They need to be able to fight for themselves. And we need to be there. Because there is way too much going on right now with having to do with China. But the easiest fix is start, start putting sanctions on China. And stop allowing stuff to be built in China. And start making the American um, companies bring back their facilities back over here in and start building everything here and not allowing it to be in China and buying all the goods from China because that's where our problem's at is we're giving them tons of money and they think they can go ahead and do whatever they want. We need to change that and change it quick. So you, the people, need to start looking. Look at yourselves in the mirror and what is it that you really want? What is it, what's the changes that you want to see for your children and your children's children and their children's children? Because there's going to be a point that it's going to be too late. This is the point where we got to make a change. Both in who you vote for and speaking up and letting them know, hey, we don't agree with what you're doing. You, do, you represent me as well as you rep represent them. You have to speak for me as you speak for them. Maybe I didn't vote for you, but you're still in there to represent me also. It doesn't stop at the vote. That's the reason why we have the Constitution. is so that way we keep our representatives in check to make sure they continue to work for us. Because that's who they work for is us. We don't work for them, and they don't work for themselves. Thank you for listening tonight. God bless our American troops. God bless our men and women that serve as police officers, EMTs, the fire department. They all deserve because they put their lives on the line every day, just like our military does. We need more people to be in the military because we need to strengthen our military and make it stronger and have more people in there. To be with our government, to start making correct choices for us, and to do that, we need to start to speak our minds and our voices and do it in a peaceful manner, like it says in the First Amendment peaceful protests. Thank you. Good night.